welcome. We are the Working Gals. I'm Neve and I'm Kira, and we are back again with another podcast. This time we thought, right, we've done relationships, we've done body image, we've done leaving cert, college. Why not talk about work? <laughs> the most fun topic of them all. <laughs> yeah. So, Kira, tell me what industry are you in? why and how you went about it okay so i am in we'll treat this like a job interview yeah keep it on the scene (laughs) sweating here (laughs) um so i am in the media industry communications and pure industry um can you repeat those questions actually because i've forgotten them now because i was nervous (laughs) so the communications and pure industry kind of media why um I suppose when I was like four my dad set up um what was then uh Dundalk Media Centre and is now Dundalk FM um so that was like 2002 so since I was about four I've kind of always had that in my life um of my dad going out and recording people and just going for a walk and recording his feet <laughs> like the sound that he made on the grass or you know interviewing people and doing different projects like that and I always thought that was really cool and um you know he was really into like music and I kind of got that love of kind of like culture from a young age and so when it came time to apply to my CAO or whatever um I was like oh I'll do media and my dad was like don't do media there's no jobs in it ironically no. of him being the the you know but I suppose he had to start his own company because it yeah. was difficult for him to find a job then and I was like well you know what I'm gonna do it anyway um <laughs> so I did a degree then in media and English in DCU and very luckily I managed to fall into um a job in Media HQ and I've been there for two years so I started off just doing research which was kind of looking at um journalists and whenever they'd leave their job I'd like make a note of that and update the database and now I am moving into kind of what I more want to do as a career or full-time and so I write content and I do pure um so yeah and that's kind of how I went about it so Neve, tell us (laughs) we're reversing the roles now I'm the interviewer so what industry are you in Uh, how did you go about it and why So yeah, currently I am in the digital marketing realms of things. A bit of a roller coaster to where I am now, I suppose. So I've done similar course. That's why me and Kira became besties. Um, Tune into our college episode for more information. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I done English media with the hopes of doing teaching, and then actually found a love through media and journalism. So luckily enough, similar to Kira, I got a job straight away after college. I was working for a publication um, as a staff writer and I loved it. It was so nice and, you know, so cool. I got to interview some lovely Irish celebrities. You used to get like PR packages and I'd be like, oh my God, he's made it. She's doing like (laughs) hashtag gifted on Instagram. (laughs) I know. I used to get, as Kira said, PR gifts go to these extravagant events like meet so many people and like have a byline which I thought was so weird and seeing my magazine well not my magazine but the magazine I worked for on the shelf every Mm -hmm. week it was just such a surreal moment I suppose my time at that publication I had so much experience and the team there really allowed me to kind of work in different fields so I kind of did the social media I wrote I did the online magazine and you know um 
got some advertisement for the magazine and stuff as well that I kind of was falling out of love with the writing side of it and gradually I think with Covid and the whole print industry I just wanted to move on and I was still quite young as well so I just wanted to get more experience and I then pursued a career in digital marketing at Sprint Digital and loved it there. I was just a digital marketing assistant and just was desperate to get a new job that I like hounded my current boss. I was like, um, please see my CV again attached. <laughs> um, and she actually, funny enough, thought I was overqualified and I just and we'll probably touch on that mm-hmm. knowing how to get jobs and pitch yourself and whatnot but um probably because she thought I was a stalker she just gave in <laughs> um and I got the job as digital marketing assistant which was great starting out because I you know didn't have a digital marketing degree not that a de- again a degree degree defines you as such but um I was a bit nervous going in there and again we'll touch on that imposter syndrome and stuff but four months in I got promoted and I'm a digital marketing executive and do some marketing for some lovely hotels so that's my roller coaster of a journey (laughs) and it's really interesting as well that you say like and I think for myself as well I'm doing a lot of marketing now in pure like I have no we had like one module in pure in college but I've no prior experience and a lot of it is kind of just like getting on the job and learning especially with stuff like this because number one every company does it differently but number two like it kind of is similar I know this is a bit contradictory but it's a similar process with like PPC Google Ads SEO stuff like that in every company and kind of it's something that you have to learn on the job as well so I think for a lot of people like going into stuff like that like don't hold yourself back a lot of places will train you up on different things and once you're able to do them you're able to do them and you can take those skills everywhere one thing I would say so if we touch now on job interviews um, I was looking for a job during lockdown and COVID, which was dreadful. You know, Not the you, ideal time. Doing job interviews via screen, you know, not actually going to the office. Like at first I was like, oh, it's so nice. But then I was like, no, because I'm not actually like selling myself, you know, on a blurry screen, um, which was great though, because you could wear pajama bottoms. Like, <laughs> nobody you know, would ever nobody know. Nobody knew. But um, another thing I found, and I kick myself now, is don't solely convince yourself you're not able for that job, just looking at the job spec. Absolutely. You know, people yeah. just fill that out because they're like, oh, I don't know what to put here. Yeah. Like, oh God, like, what will I say that this person needs? And a lot of the times, again, if you don't have that, that specific experience, they'll train you up if they think that you as a person are a good fit for the job. Because I know in my job anyway... Um, and like we'll come back to interviews as well but in my job like people are really hired based on like the kind of person they are and if they'll fit with the team and like a huge thing is like curiosity being able to ask questions and yeah just having a general kind of vibe if that like I know that sounds really silly but it is it's the way we're all hired to your yeah your job interviews Mm -hmm. you know is just to go in there with a can-do attitude um you know like I had two interviews for promote like internal interviews um during lockdown as well so over a screen and my first one I was so nervous because I hadn't had an interview since like my interview for the company two years beforehand 
and it was just with my manager who I got on with so well and talked to casually every day but I was so nervous for it and it didn't go as well as it could have I took a lot of breaks I was very like you could tell like through the screen and then for the second one it was maybe like a month and a half later I don't know what happened but I just like reframed my mind and like it's the kind of like floating rock mentality that is kind of going around (laughs) on TikTok but it's like in my head I was like we're literally on a floating rock in space like just act like just being like and I'm not an actor I cannot act but I was like just just act confident like literally just pretend that you're confident fake it for like half an hour and like nobody's gonna care and it's gonna come across a lot better and like that was one of the best interviews I've done because I just went in and I was like we're on floating rock in space nobody's gonna care if I like act a little bit and act really confident and then it it ended up going really well like it's a silly little kind of thing that you can just convince yourself of sometimes and yeah definitely is your attitude and I think one thing for me I mean the amount of times I was texting you when I have another job interview oh my god for months through to this job and oh I have this one I think one thing I learned after about 10 gazillion times is don't rehearse it Mm -hmm. like the amount of times when I look back and I cringe I was trying to like rhyme off you know I was looking at the job spec and be like oh they're gonna ask me a question about this so I would write things down and try and like rhyme it off and then it would come across naturally like so stupid and silly because I wasn't being like a French oral like just rehearsing your (laughs) answer even if it's not really answering their question yeah um so it is just a thing of be yourself I would recommend a strong cv a strong Mm -hmm. cover letter and just let it happen it is annoying um and always i think ask questions they love that's a huge thing ask at least two if not like three or four questions at the end whether that's about like the potential growth for the role that was a good one that i found and i asked an interview and they're quite impressed with that um or i always i one i would say was um if this where do you see the candidate of Mm -hmm. this role and their growth in six months time and then I think they'd be like oh like she has a goal she has a plan she (laughs) wants like you know she could stay here and she would want to progress and stuff like that or he we're just talking about ourselves here (laughs) but as well god I can't even think about the questions out of oh I also asked and um, so say if it was one person or two people normally it's always two people I think now mm, on calls. at least yeah we had I um, three. <laughs> oh Jesus um I would always ask what their favorite part about That's their role and their experience yeah so it would just kind of sh- spark interest and then a little bit more history I'd be like oh yeah I'm just trying to find more history on the company mm-hmm. and then you know ask that but um yeah definitely if you can try and get a question in that asks about progression, mm-hmm. I think they quite like that. Like, that's just my experience mm-hmm. anyway. No, I think just being yourself. Like, I remember I'd be, like, trying to get my mum and dad to interview me. And, like, my mum would be like, you sound like a robot. Yeah. Be, like, that puts you off, off as well, though, I think, when, when you've got someone so close to you being so critical of you. But I think you need that. You do. You need to like, run through it. And you need, like, as much as, like, it shouldn't be rehearsed, you should be prepared. Because I think for my first one, I was not yeah. prepared enough yeah no I was the opposite though I found when I would prep with my parents um it would just put me off purely because 
my sister just said to me then I remember just getting so down because I get rejection upon rejection and the worst thing was I knew I was capable of that role and I used to kick myself because it was down to my interview um, and my sister was like you just have to literally scrap everything out of your head and I've been like a job interview like I can't do it and she's like know a bit about the company mm-hmm. and know what you can bring to it mm-hmm. look at the job spec and know your strengths be like okay like look okay and then always have a weakness have a weakness but then also it's very much um situation based yeah so. and one that you can recycle into a good thing but not like oh I'm too caring or I'm too have too much attention to detail it has to be something that genuinely is a weakness of yours but that you're working on or that depends again on a situation yeah but that's your experience too so always mm-hmm. like you know if it's something even I remember when I before like my first job I use like societies I yeah. think you know just managing a team can sometimes be overwhelming that you need to take a step back assess the situation and others emotions you're not actually saying anything um, but you like you're well, just like, kind of giving just, these yeah. yeah because because you haven't been in a job you know you haven't been in a proper job and also you haven't had that experience yeah. of you haven't experienced like failure that you can because failure always leads to growth as well like failure is not a bad thing in any situation all of it leads to a lesson like every time you fail you yeah. learn something from it and being able to acknowledge those kind of failures and turn them into strengths is a huge thing but also that only comes with experience because you know if you've just been in college and maybe had like a part-time job there's not a huge amount I mean there definitely is but um that kind of comes with experience too I think as well another thing would be comparison so you know don't be comparing yourself to your other peers in college you know say if some person's got a job and you haven't yet that job hasn't come to you yet for a reason Mm -hmm. like the right job is out there and you know just try and get as much experience as you can and just don't beat yourself up about it um another thing if say a job interview didn't go well one thing I would do and some people do and some people don't I would ask the interviewer to like send me back some feedback Mm -hmm. which is kind of horrible as well because you're like in one way like it's so useful but then you're like oh my god I'm getting like properly critiqued but like it's good and it's over the simplest things like I remember some of the times it'd be like yeah you have the experience but someone else has more experience Mm -hmm. than you and I think it's just having that clarity that okay like they thought the interview went well and I remember one time I did like an interview and to be fair, I did not have the experience. I was going for a managerial role, like, and I was, what, 22, like? Mm. And was just completely, like, no, like, first of all, you have no experience in yeah. this industry. Like, I think I was going for, like, a pharmaceutical <laughs> job. Like, the communications there. Like, you didn't know anything about us. You know, you were kept saying M a lot mm. like it was now some of it was just completely unnecessary mm. but then I like some like now looking back I'm like okay like that was reasonable mm. and I always had a bit of information on the company before going mm. in and you know they'd said as well which I and I everyone used to say that to me and um, I didn't ask questions yeah so just always having two questions in mm. mind and even just googling them I think I googled oh I googled mine. them like <laughs> I knew she googled them. the first two that came up and people were like these are good ones I was like cool <laughs> I'll ask those <laughs> but it's yeah it's like not it's really hard as well like you know I remember I think you had the job 
two months before me and I went to be yeah, a month or two, yeah. and all most of the girls in college that I knew like in my course had jobs and I didn't and I remember being like oh my god like what's you wrong you put so much me? pressure on yourself and I feel like it's important to say as well like if you didn't go to college or you have gone to college and you are not in like a job in your field like there's absolutely no pressure we're so young and I think we got so lucky like in a way yeah but like I know we made our own luck at the same time we worked hard for it but at the same time like if you are struggling to even figure out what you want to do or to get a job like there is absolutely no pressure like live your 20 year old life and go travel or just go and do the things yeah, you know that at your own stage yeah, you know I think there's never any pressure and like as soon as you pass like college age so once you're you know 20 21 everybody's on a different path there and you shouldn't compare yourself to anybody else because regardless of it's like if it's your ideal situation or not you know I think there are different ways to really live and embrace your life regardless of if you're at like milestones that you've kind of set for yourself or that society sets for you yeah I think that's such a thing as well like society and I was so adamant I had to get a job because then I have to prove myself. And then, like, now I'm looking back, I was like, oh my god, I was wrecked. Like, I just finished college. Seven days a week, like. Yeah, and I was in Centra working there. And at the time, I got loads of hours, um, which was good. Like, but I was like, oh my god. And then I would, in between, like, living in Donegal, would go up and down. It was paying rent for my like house in Trumgondra that I could have just gave up the lease but I was like no I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna get a job um and like was going up and down in between my shifts like in centre like getting people to cover me to do like loads of job interviews and coming back down the one day sometimes like up and down the one day um and I was exhausted and like I got a job and as you said like we were really lucky like I don't think you and I and like we worked hard for it but, like, we don't sit and go, like, oh, well, it's easy to get a job. Yeah. Like, we were no. like, oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's like, And, um, you know, I suppose touching on that as well, it's just very much your self-worth. Like, just giving yourself that break, too, and setting boundaries. Like, now I'm very mm-hmm. much, like... You take your breaks when you yeah. are doing your breaks. You only start on time and you don't work overtime unless you're paid for... Over- like, you know, you don't work over your hours for yeah. nothing extra. Um, I think that's a huge thing as well when you get into like the not that either of us are really in corporate life but like the kind of corporate um, structure of things is like not overworking yourself yeah I used to do that a lot but I suppose looking back I think a lot of that was imposter syndrome that I had to my first job Mm -hmm. I was like I'm here and like I didn't believe in myself either you know I was like I can't believe I got this job so I have to prove myself now and I'd be like up all night then I'd be stressed because I'd be like oh my god I didn't do this thing or oh my god I came across this way at work and what are they going to think or my boss said okay like what does that mean (laughs) there's no emojis and I'd be so stressed and be constantly trying to prove myself and I think and that like and I was so lucky like you know I had a great team of women um, at my first job that like you know I'm still friends with and hold dear today but um you know one my Anya Toner um now she's the editor of the Belfast Telegraph and you know she was my boss for a while there and she was like to me 
you are one of a kind you got this job for a reason That's you do not need to prove yourself to anyone you know we're lucky to have you and she'd always say that and I remember being like okay I get it like oh like she's only saying that to make me feel better mm. but then every time she said it I was like you know I do bring strengths to the table you know when I started out that publication didn't have social, a social media presence mm-hmm. and then I brought the social media to mm-hmm. it and you know I learned you know I learned different things um through that those women that mm-hmm. you know I suppose when I started out, yes, I didn't have all the answers. And I don't think anyone still no. does. But I, my work colleagues helped me. And then, you know, my strengths, I helped them with. You know, everyone's so different and everyone brings so much to the table. And I think just imposter syndrome being... I don't know whether it's just being women or maybe it's just our age. Mm-hmm. You know, that we're just so conditioned to be like, I don't belong here. Like, oh my God. Like, it's just luck that I got. Yeah. I used to say that. I remember my yeah. mom used to be like, isn't that great? Like, look at you. You got a job. Like, fair play to you. And, and I was like, oh, I'm like, just lucky. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know how yeah. I got that. I don't know how many people yeah. applied for Yeah, that oh, job. like, it was probably, like, three people and they picked me because <laughs> I was the best of a bad bunch. <laughs> Which is, yeah. it's so bad. Like, to reiterate, you were hired for a reason and I've That's been the it. exact same in my job. And even now, like, I'm just, I've just been given, like, the most incredible opportunities like I'm you know I'm able to work remotely I'm they're letting me move to Paris and I'm a content creator like content writer full-time and like I'm just like why why are they letting me do this but then you know every time I'm on a call with my boss he's like you're doing great work like you know this is great and I'm like I'm working hard for it but then at the same time I just don't be- you know don't believe yeah, that like I, I deserve just... it or whatever I think people can be very you can be very hard on yourself and I think we're just so conditioned to be like, you know, oh, like we have to prove ourselves or, and I think because we got jobs so young, I mean, what, we were 21 when we started, like, you know, when you think that's so crazy, you know, that, um, you're so conditioned and then it's an any job, you know, Mm -hmm. whether you have a nine to five, whether you have a weekend job, whether you have a part-time job, you know, it's hard to, wherever you're at, at that job, whatever stage, everyone's doubting themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, I don't know what it is. I like to think hopefully it's an age thing and yeah. as we get older. But then again, I don't know. But I think it's just, it's so important to go into a job from experience and just know your self-worth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just say... Even if it's I a bit of capable. kind of faking it till you make it, you know, telling yourself that you are. And just, I think, making, like, having a good support network, even the job I'm in now, you know, we're all very much helping one another. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we get stressed and then people be like, well, can I help you out with anything? Or what I, are you stressed yeah. about? And knowing as well, one thing is you'll make mistakes. Yeah. Like, and people expect you yeah. to make mistakes as well. And I think culp- company culture, though, is so important because like at my company they're just like it's I'm like and I'm so lucky again I know I keep saying this but every day I go in and you never like even if you do something wrong it's not like oh you did this and like it's not a blame game and it's like okay well like this is how we'll fix it or like it's just such a supportive culture and they want you to grow like they they want you to grow in the role so they will be there to like support you and push you in the right way and I think like gentle management and like encouraging management is the way to go rather than 
like oh you did this wrong oh you because nobody learns from being told off or being shouted at like you know having a conversation like adults and having a like really open communication in a workplace is so important because at least you know everybody's on the same level and you know there's no hierarchy or whatever and I think that's so funny because I thought it's so refreshing to hear that from you because you have male colleagues yeah whether my previous job and my current job it are primarily women mm-hmm. even in my first job it was all women bar one and then in this job it was it's there's two boys mm-hmm. and the rest is one now all the men I've worked with are lovely but I remember I used to be I used to think and I still kind of do I'm like oh my god if I have like a male manager like oh my god are they gonna be like compassionate yeah so it's actually refreshing to hear that and I don't know I think like because my like CEO was very very picky with the people that he hires and like we all you know we've met up and we've like talked over um just Skype but we're like does he do this on purpose and like he does do it on purpose because we're all such similar people and we all kind of have the same kind of ambitions and I think see the world in a similar way and that's super important and like he always says that we're like curious like we're we're analytical and we're like clever people I don't know if I call myself clever but you are <laughs> but also like curious about the world and like to have fun and like that's you know everybody that I work with has that balance yeah like male or female regardless and everyone is just so on the same level and really open to communication and they really foster that which is yeah. just it's an incredible experience to have in a workplace absolutely like it is so crucial and you know I often think because I hear horror stories Mm -hmm. but thankfully I haven't had any horror experiences you know everyone I've worked with has been lovely and I think that's so important like looking back at present colleagues and previous colleagues of mine I wouldn't be where I am without them Mm -hmm. so it's so important to have that support network you know and even when I got um my current job two of my previous colleagues well they had left the job prior that but they gave me glowing references and that was one thing my manager said to me she said your references stood out upon everyone else's and you know it's so nice to know that like your colleagues beforehand thought so highly Mm -hmm. of you as well and I think it's also important to have a really important support network both professionally and personally and mm-hmm. um, you know I'm really fortunate my sister's ha- like is in the media industry she has her own as I said before um marketing company Moss Marketing and <laughs> so I was really lucky and you know she obviously before she went self-employed had work experience in various companies and you know she passed on her experiences to me and she kind of understands where I'm at you know sometimes we'll both just ring one another and be like oh this happened to this or we had to do that and it's always media related and she can understand and vice versa to some extent like she obviously has a wealth of knowledge but you know say explaining things to my boyfriend maybe that bit more challenging because you know he won't understand ppc and seo SEO (laughs) website design Mm. primarily stuff i do and not website design sorry owen if you're laughing (laughs) (laughs) owen our website developer does that but you know um 
just various things in my role and vice versa you know I won't necessarily understand his day Mm -hmm. but we still listen and try Mm -hmm. to be empathetic to one another and stuff and you know he might just say like just get it all out and sometimes just having someone there that doesn't understand anything is just easier because they won't advise you they'll just listen and (laughs) be like that must be tough and you're like yeah it is tough but I think it's so important and you kind of forget that especially in lockdown too a lot of people you know were working from home and then also there was people that didn't have jobs Mm -hmm. or couldn't work and I think it's so important to have that support network at home whether you're working or not or you're like applying for jobs and not getting that I find that hard too you know the Mm -hmm. job rejection side of things and you know having people say to you it's okay I'm here to listen and just having a little bit of a rant yeah yeah Yeah. I actually I kind of just want to talk about something as well and that I was thinking of earlier today and it was just like expectation versus reality of leaving college and going into a career so when I was in college I had it set in my mind that I was going to go to London, work in Penguin, like where it be a book publisher. How many people get into Penguin as a book publisher? Maybe one every five years. Not me. <laughs> but I had it set in my head. And like in, oh, like in some instances, like I genuinely do believe that if you really want something so badly and you put all of your energy towards it, like you will find your way there eventually. Um, but I had a realisation I think we were talking about this as well that if I had have moved to London if I had have worked in a book publisher or whatever I would not have been happy but in my head that was like the goal it was like move to a big city work in this big job and work your way up and, and like reach all of these goals by these ages and I think it's only now after working in like a smaller company and being based in Dublin and then working from home realising that like Number one, that would have been so lonely, like moving to a big city and exactly alone and just having work. And like, yeah, number two, like that kind of corporate ladder is just not me at all. And I think like we all kind of have these expectations of the people we're going to be. And sometimes it's difficult when you get to a certain age and you haven't reached that. But I think you have to think about as well, like how happy you actually would be if you were there doing that and like I think we change a lot as well like so when you're like 18 19 20 you know finishing school going into college you have all these big expectations and then you reach like your mid-20s and you know a lot more about the world you're so naive at that age and you're like oh I'm just gonna do this and I'll do this and I'll be happy and then life changes and your perspective on life changes so much and it's really important to like realize that just because you haven't reached all these goals you set when you're a teenager doesn't mean that you know doesn't mean anything like wherever you are at whatever stage in life you're at once you're happy that's the main thing and you do not have to be this super successful ridiculous person you know yeah I think work isn't the be all end all and I'm very you know I'm very guilty Mm. of that yeah we've been talking about this as well of like you know like I've realized recently that a career is not like the one fulfilling thing but then I know you find your career and I I, I feel find it very fulfilling as well but we had that discussion I was very like you know Kira as she has mentioned and we'll probably touch on it now (laughs) is you know gonna move to Paris her work has allowed her to do this she's gonna move to Paris for a month 
Um, Thanks, guys. And, you know, you've really found since lockdown, I think lockdown has put a lot of perspective. Mm -hmm. So your perspective, and I'll only touch on it briefly and then you can discuss it more. But, you know, you find that your work doesn't define you. You can want to travel Mm -hmm. more. Not that it it does. It's not the be all end all. Um, you know, and that you want to travel more and that your work is ni- very much nine to five mm-hmm. and you can leave it there. Yeah. Whether I think with me, and I think that was, I was very much that person that was like, even when I was in college, I was applying for internships. Yeah. Like that whole summer I was applying for internships. You know, I was doing loads of extracurriculars and you know, really wanting to prove myself and have that experience. And then I jumped into a job and then I was like, okay, where can I go next? And what can I do next? And then I really was like, I think when lockdown hit, I was like, oh my God, I just found just personally, like I have a lot of friends that are in journalism and are excelling at the moment. Mm -hmm. Like they're just, you know, when you look at Gabby, who's working for the Independent, you know, I think, you know, I was, um, the journalism just wasn't for me anymore. And then I moved into a different industry, which was, I love now, but again, was quite fast paced. But, um, ever, I remember just even talking to my friends, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, how's work? Yeah. You know, that would be the, like, kind of the first thing because was, I suppose in lockdown, that's all we had to focus on. But now if I, even before lockdown, yeah. I was so guilty. I remember me and you and two other friends met and all I talked about is how's work and what yeah. are you doing and now you're doing your masters but like what do you want to do after yeah. that and I'd be like oh my god like and I think the moment I got this new job um and like thankfully a lot of things fell into place for me I got a new job I moved in with my boyfriend um and it was very fast paced that I think I remember just sitting one day and I was like there is just I just can't constantly mm-hmm. think of work and I yeah. remember being like you know even before we moved in I was like well I would need to get a higher salary for us and I didn't yeah. like you know <laughs> I was like no I want a promotion before yeah. I move in with you like that's how I'm gonna do that and but it was just very work heavy mm-hmm. and then I think after our discussion I was still kind of guilty of it I was mm-hmm. very much I used to stop I would work at like seven o'clock. That's crazy. Right up to six. Yeah. Like right up until I'd say two months ago. Yeah. Like, and I think just after our discussion too, I was like, everything is work with me. Yeah. That I was like, and I love my job. It's not that. Like, um, and I'd say. There's no harm in that either. And my colleagues are very much, you know, take your hour, finish, Mm -hmm. close the laptop, whatever. It's not, I'm in a very like loving and positive working environment but I was just like I define myself through work yeah and um, that's all even when I because we did home. have a big conversation yeah. about that like and I have realized in lockdown um my new philosophy is I just want to enjoy life yeah. so like you know just find balance and like go like I, I love my job and like I I work hard and I put energy into it and that is my nine to five but then outside of that like I go out to gigs all the time every weekend to need to stop <laughs> uh, go to the cinema and also like I'm moving to Paris and I can take my work with me and that's like incredible that I get to do that but like the big thing is that like you know I don't know I want to travel I want to like I work so I can enjoy my life and I also enjoy my job and I think like it's really important to have yeah, a job absolutely. that you enjoy but I don't think for some people 
work is and their career is the most fulfilling thing Mm-hmm. but not for everyone and that's also okay to realize that even if you did think previously me that <laughs> work would be like your thing um it doesn't have to be and you can change people can change and I don't know for me personally I just want to enjoy my life now so <laughs> yeah, I, after lockdown especially I was at a talk with um Shane O'Sullivan from In- Inspiring Excellence in Waterford and he was all about you know managing stress and you know that stress is actually good for you and like the three things you should carry in life is be cool calm and sleep Mm -hmm. um and he also raised an interesting point now i might go back on this but um in your whole life you have 900 months wow 600 of it you're sleeping yeah so really in the grant well this is like depending on your age obviously so math people don't get back we did ordinary math we are english people (laughs) and there's 300 months that you have to live now this is only what a few days ago and i was like right when you put it into that kind of perspective um and i think it's good like i do think i'm very much a career person Mm. um but, but if I that think, fulfills you and, and, it and does. you know you're great at it and you I think it does fulfill me however I shouldn't let it consume mm-hmm. me because nobody like and it was a thing for me and I think we'll touch on that now it's just comparing yourself to others mm-hmm. and where they're at but you know my colleagues aren't thinking about what I'm doing yeah like they're finishing their work at five o'clock they're not thinking about my hours I'm yeah. not thinking about theirs my friends aren't thinking about what I'm doing and like. I just want to see you. And so if you're working till seven o'clock, like it's you know. Yeah, you know, and like. I think it's just, and I feel like now, and I always touch on, but now when I'm an auntie, I'm very much as well. Like I just want to live my life for them, as in like I want them to like not be conditioned mm-hmm. that you have to study to get to here you have mm-hmm. to do this then you have to get a job and then you have to actually yeah. be chained to the desk get yeah. a what are they my, like it because <laughs> i know even like some of my some of my new friends hi guys if you're listening um they're like just they've just saved for the last couple of years and now they're spending like the guts of a year traveling around europe like that's incredible and yeah. that's just taking a non-traditional route but they're just living their lives now and they're just like interrailing and doing a Camino and like that's a huge like like spiritual thing as well as just like learning curve and like experience in life so like that's just another example of you like that you don't have to follow the like societal um norm of like yeah or put any kind of pressure on yourself because they're doing it a bit differently but like they're they're living their best life and like doing it like a once in a lifetime thing and the thing is as well, like you may think people are judging you or people are like, oh my God, look at her. Like she's out of college and she, what's she doing? Now? They're not. Nobody cares. Like as, <laughs> as in the nicest way. Yeah. And I think I touched on this in a previous podcast, mm-hmm. but like Darren Garrahy's dad said to Darren, no one gives a fuck about you. And in the nicest like, way possible. the nicest way. Yeah. And they don't. Like, yeah. Um, 
And it's true. Like you are, and like I think it's just social media as well. Like we're so consumed in other people's but lives. But the thing is, though, you only see for like a split second. Yeah, you only see the people who are like their success. And now, like if you think about it, I think I follow like four hundred people on Instagram or something. Just people I've met over the yeah. years. Um, but like out of all of them, you might see like twenty people have been like success, 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 and then the other like three hundred and. Again, maths is not my strong point. 380 people (laughs) are, you know, not posting regularly. And like, you just, you don't think of that because you just think, oh, everyone is succeeding and everyone's doing this. But like, not necessarily. It's just, that's what you're kind of fed and that's what you see. So that's kind of how you perceive it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think just setting boundaries, whether you're working or not. Um, No, I think just setting boundaries in whatever you're doing in life is so important and having balance I think balance is a huge thing like go to work and work hard but then work hard play hard you know enjoy your (laughs) life (laughs) that is my philosophy yeah like and I I think it's so important I just try to even just the simple things now whether it's you and I catching up Mm -hmm. after work or you know I just go for a walk or even just doing the food shop I live a boring life I love the food shop I love it (laughs) I'm not mad into going out or drinking much I suppose but um, I do that for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're slightly different in that, yeah. you know, um, and that's fine. Like, yeah. do whatever you like to. I try to now get. I'm mad into reading again. Like, I've bought so many books. Like, I have Sally Rooney's new book, oh, and it's I have not read it. Oh my god, it's excellent. Start yeah. it, and you won't be able to put it down. It's. I'm literally like podcast rec- getting, ga- working girls yeah. recommendation from Kira. <laughs> read the new Sally Rooney book. Just having that time, and even at lunch, I just watch Modern Family. I watch Gilmore Girls. I get into bed and I watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> it's just setting that time, and it doesn't have to be like you. You don't have to be productive all the time no. to be worthy. You can do whatever you want and yeah. still be a valid human. It's just going easy on yourself and yeah. doing what it is you like. So whether that's going out, whether that's going for a hike, whether it's just sitting doing nothing watching tv like as long as you have that balance and look after you as well like you know I think in this world everything seems so busy and fast-paced and you're constantly being like okay where should I be now and what am I doing I'm at this age when really no one cares (laughs) and on that note and you shouldn't as long as yeah. you're just looking after you and just being true to yourself and whether you're currently listen, listening to this and you know you're waiting for that job or you're waiting for that job promotion or you're waiting on that J1 to travel or you're waiting for money to come in to travel mm-hmm. again or go into a concert it will come and you just have to go easy on yourself and so I think like to conclude life is about balance and finding a job that you love and are passionate about it's not always going to be easy and it's not always going to happen as soon as you leave college or you know by a certain age and that's okay um and I think finding balance in your life and being happy is the main thing regardless of where you are in life absolutely and knowing that everyone grows at different stages Mm -hmm. and you know what ha- what's for you won't pass you I know we yeah, touched on this but genuinely CEO, yeah but it is so true and you know life is so short yeah so and if you don't know what you want to do you'll figure it out but just live your life until then there's absolutely nothing wrong with not knowing what you want to do for the rest of your life because it's short but it's long so 
Yeah. On that note, thanks for listening <laughs> to the Working Girls podcast. We're losing our minds a little bit here. <laughs> thanks for listening. And and that concludes um, this week's episode. Um, we hope you enjoyed. We hope you got something from it. Do let us know your thoughts. We're really intrigued to hear if this is going to be too long or if we ramble or if you can understand the Donegal accent. This could be an hour or I could edit it down to 15 minutes. We, just, we never know. <laughs> We are the Working Girls and we will chat to you all next week. Take care. Bye.